Welcome to another Home Time Show podcast uh, with Bush and Richie. Um, on today's show, you are going to hear um, something that very much uh, evokes the spirits of... Do you remember Kenneth Kendall? No, I don't remember Kenneth Kendall. You don't remember Kenneth Kendall? I've never heard of him. You've, you've never heard of Kenneth Kendall? Genuinely, genuinely. There will be people that are like, oh, wow, Kenneth Kendall. Kenneth Kendall was the... You've heard of Treasure Hunt. I've heard of Treasure Hunt, Treasure yeah. Treasure Hunt, Annika Rice. Kenneth Kendall was the, was the besuited man in the studio with the big map and the contestants who were trying to control Annika Rice. Oh, I see. Yes. I see what you mean. So that guy. That guy, the spirit of him evoked... <laughs> In this podcast. Have, and also, keep an eye on, on Twitter as well, because the videos for this stuff are on Twitter, at Absolute Radio and Instagram too. I'm just watching one of the videos with the camera people behind me as we, as we run around London. Very rarely do you get to see the back of your own head. <laughs> it's very true. And um, do, you, do you ever judge your own haircut from the back? You don't know what it looks like, really. You do that. They, they give you the barber shows you the back, and you That's go. That's the only time right. you see it. That's the only time you see it. Maybe every six weeks of your life. I just feel like we should look at the back of our own hair a bit more. Overall, I quite like it. <laughs> Yes, 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 it's the home time show, the festive party that we'd never deceive you about because you're all invited. It's a Wednesday night, good to have you on board. Oh, what a start to the day. I'm a big cricket fan. Uh, the Ashes started overnight in Australia and when I woke up this morning, lying there in bed for about, oh, I don't know, about ten seconds, eyes opening, thinking, what day of the week is it? What's going on? And then I thought to myself, oh, yeah, the cricket was on overnight. Let's oh, yeah. pick up my phone off the bedside table and see how England got on. And the first thing that I read within 20 seconds of my day getting going, was England crashed to 147 all out in woeful start to the Ashes. I'm thinking, great, wonderful. That's how the day starts. That's is not it? cricket, is it? It's not cricket. I know cricket's not your thing, but for me, awful start to the day. Are we? I mean, I don't know anything about cricket, but it, it just seems like we're, they're always in the papers as just being terrible. Are they? Ter- are we terrible at cricket? We're not terrible. We have our moments, but um, when we, we're bad, we're really bad. We don't travel very well. We don't travel very now. No, we're, we're, we're like a very fragile wine. At least the Australians won't go on about it. <laughs> no, that's true. It's not in their nature, is it? But it's a, a, a bad start to the day just frames you. It's very difficult to get out of. I remember, like, when I when I got my dog, and uh, he was a puppy, and puppy training, and sometimes you know you you you'd wake up and you'd be sort of like thirty seconds into being awake, thinking I reckon I can smell something in the kitchen, <laughs> and you'd walk through and just be clearing up all this mess. Just a terrible start. To I, I'd love to hear about some of your worst wake ups. Well, do you know what? weirdly enough, this morning was fine. So I had a, I had a good bin day this morning. I got up a bit early. Yeah. It was all out there and sorted. But last week, I don't remember. I, I I missed. I didn't miss bin day, but I had to run in my tracky bottoms after the bin van. Which that's is, a bad start. That's a terrible... Uh, waking up and you can hear the, the noise of the engine of the bin truck yeah. is one of the worst starts, the worst wake-ups you can ever possibly have. We want to hear about some of the worst wake-ups that you've had. They don't need to necessarily be horrendously dramatic stories because this one here from Ned is actually awful. There's only two words in it. It says no milk. Oh, that's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> this is very rare. Awful. Very, very worse uh, starts to the day than that. that that's awful. Is it anything that makes you have to go out in public in uh, a shambles of clothing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where you've got, like, uh, tracky bottoms on and a, and a dressing... You know, like the Taliban. Well, with the, with the no-milk scenario, you're either going out looking humiliating or you're compromising your breakfast and your tea and your coffee and you're not having it. I, I, that isn't even an issue. <laughs> There's no way I could that even could be a thing. <laughs> not in a million years. Uh, this is worse uh, from Emma in York. I woke up to my dog having... Lo- 
Oh, no. These are two really bad words. I woke up to my dog having loose stools up my cream curtains and all over our two-day-old cream carpet. It's enough to make your eyes water, isn't it? <laughs> it's just terrible. Alison says, bad wake-ups woken by my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend who'd crept, uh, kept a key, crept being the operative word, got the chain off the door and was staring at me as we slept. That's worse than the cricket team as well. Should we leave that one alone? Uh, Cleo, tell us about yours. It was um, just the four words, uh, salty dog poo bag. <laughs> <laughs> Was that faulty or salty? Because there's a there's a big divergence in how bad the story is. Oh no, no, I, I'm I'm talking faulty, as in it wasn't sealed properly at the end, and then I put my hand in to do what you need to do with a bloppy bag, and uh, yeah. Oh, oh my word! <laughs> how many minutes into your day was that, Cleo? Um, that was first thing. So I was, I was getting up, I was sorting breakfast, and I thought I'd better better sort that out before I leave for work. And uh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Sometimes I do think oh, I'd love a dog, and then I hear stories like I think, do you know what? Maybe not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Cleo. Oh, they're, they're worth it. No problem at all. Getting some awful stories about bad wake ups. Let's get another one from Phil. What happened, Phil? Yeah, it was the cat terrorised me. I went from peaceful sleep to absolute terror in about two seconds. God, tell us what did your cat do? First of all, what's your cat's name, and what did it do? Well, my cat's name is Flange. <laughs> Right, F- flange. Of course, it is flange. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, well, it's, uh, I was home alone. Actually, my wife was away, and we live in a uh, a bungalow, so we have nice big doors in our bedroom, straight onto our deck, and we have big blinds that cover cover the doors. So my cat pushed the bedroom door open, and unbeknownst to me, released a bird, a live bird. Oh no! <laughs> so I woke up to hear something smash into the blinds, which turned out to be the bird. Yeah. Oh. Followed about a second later by something smashing across me, hitting me, and then also hitting the blinds. Is that flange? Which was the cat. <laughs> that was flange chasing the bird. Oh my! You must have been petrified. What a terrible way to wake up. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was all pitch black as well. So I, I went from being yes, absolutely confused, and then furious at the cat. <laughs> and then also at that point, I've now got a live bird ro- uh, flying around the bedroom, and I've had to capture it. So I could release it back into the garden. Wow. What a sight that must have been, you and your undercrackers trying to grab hold of a bird and a cat. Yeah, I don't know who had the worst night. Probably the bird, I would suggest. I reckon. During the show, people tweet me photos of what they're having for their tea. Mm. Which, you know, the same on this show. We live our lives vicariously through what you guys get up to. Anyway, last weekend, a lady sent me a photo of her dessert, right? And she was proud as punch of it. And it was bananas and custard. And you know what? I've not thought about or even seen or considered bananas and custard since, like, 1983. And do you know what? I just was thinking to myself, wow, that's like a real curveball. It's, like, brought the past back to the present day. And I just thought, let's have a frank and honest discussion about uh, the merits of bananas and custard as a dessert in this hour of home time tonight. Is it a legitimate dessert for 2021 or a relic from an unenlightened era? What is your view on um, bananas and custards? I'm glad you've said it can be a frank and uh, honest discussion because my view is absolutely disgusting. You think it's disgusting? Absolutely. I cannot think of a worse thing to be served up after my main course. It sounds absolutely vile. So this is it. it well, this is what I love about bananas and custard. And the more we've put it out on Twitter a bit earlier on today, the more the reactions have come in. And no one's neutral on this. You've either got like a really positive or a really negative uh, response to it. What in particular don't you like about it? Well, first I've had to be straight and say I hate bananas. You don't like bananas? I don't like the texture of bananas. What do you do if you've got a twitchy eye? How, how do you get with a twitchy eye? Tea bag. That's a bit personal. <laughs> 
And um, so you don't like bananas? I don't like bananas. Um, and custard can go so cold so quickly and then it gets horrible skin over it. It's, it sounds like an absolute web of nightmares for you, doesn't it? Yeah, it's horrible dessert. So, you so no thanks. You wouldn't have custard on anything, though, you don't think? You wouldn't have custard on no, it? No, I wouldn't mind custard on its own, but you, you suddenly have uh, bits of banana lurking underneath it. No, thank you. Uh, Brian says on Twitter, it's Nana Fair. Zed says, top tier at home pudding. So he's... It's not top tier. He says it's top tier. Ian says, conference. Ian says it looks like something Jamie Oliver would campaign to save school children from. <laughs> so... Just wondering what people think of it. Legitimate dessert for 2021 or a relic from an unenlightened era? Uh, Georgie has texted. She's spoiling for a fight. Uh, says, it's got to be hot custard and cold banana. I'd fight you for the skin on top. Yum. So she's, uh, you, you, uh, even during that song, what were you just saying? I said, oh, if I, what if I brought some in? What did you tell her? <laughs> tell everyone what you said to me about the banana. I said that I would, I would try it, but I'll tell you what would happen. I would, I would retch it back up like a child that is being weaned. You big baby. Come on, you've got to have it. I have to do aeroplanes. <laughs> You're not putting a banana down right now. What a night that would be tomorrow on the show. Mark says, blob of chocolate spread on top and it's party time. Uh, Susie says, I made bananas and custard once for my daughter when she wasn't feeling well and she's 19 now and whenever she's under the weather, it's her favourite comfort food. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a really good dessert, does it, it? It has healing properties. It's like someone out of Lourdes. Yeah, but no-one's going, oh, what are we having for dessert tonight? Oh, cowpole. <laughs> well, it's a good point. Cowpole flavoured ice cream would be nice. Though, wouldn't no, that's it? a good idea. Any other parents, when you, when you give them cowpole, think, oh, I'll have a bit of that. <laughs> uh, just wondering what your view was. A lot of people on here as well advocating for cold custard. You need to have a word with yourself. It's just it's just not right. Uh, we've got Tony on the line. Tony, you have some banana and custard intel for us. Is that right? I do. I used to live in Marlow, um, where Tom Kerridge has his empire of restaurants. Uh-huh. Yeah. His bananas and custard are absolutely amazing. So are you telling me that top chef Tom Kerridge, top man as well, and it is fine dining we're talking about, he does bananas and custard? Yes, he does. Tony, come on, you're having us on here. I am really not joking. Well, and have you, been, have you been there and had it? You've had this thing? I have. I've had it several times, and it's fantastic. Tom Kerridge is one of the best TV chefs, and I love watching his stuff, and he seems a, a top bloke, and he's Michelin-starred, and this undoes everything I'm saying about bananas and custard, if you're saying that he has it on a menu. Yes, he does. Richie, will you try banana now, if it's good enough for Tom? If Tom feeds it me. Oh, dear, let's not get into that. <laughs> Sarah says, no, 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 this is not a valid pudding. The name brings back the smell of hot banana with lumpy custard. Disgusting. Should stay in the 80s. My mother used to call it banana treasure to get us to want to eat it, and it didn't work. Uh, Danny, who uh, is on board the Hebridean Princess boat listening to the show, says, Bush and Richie, you give me a blast from the past. I'm off to ask the chef to knock me up some bananas and custard right now. Just look that up. That's a cruise ship. They're, looking, they're knocking up banana and custard on a cruise ship. The power that this show has is to give me an idea, though. I'm going to bring in... Bananas and custard tomorrow night. Don't bother. Are we going to have it on home time? <laughs> you can. I'm going to make you eat that banana. You can have that as a quote <laughs> if you want. And we're going to have that on the show tomorrow night. I'll leave you that thought with you. It's home time with Bush and Richie, the show that's got a radio station. Do you know what? For every decade, and right now, it's time to literally jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you slot could be winning some cash. As we take you through the decades yet again, can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself 500 quid? It's been such a long time since we've had a winner. So many home-time listeners trapped in space and time as we speak. Hopefully, Ashley's going to turn this around. Where are you calling from, Ashley? I'm up in Inverness. Inverness. Oh, you're not going to get much more north than that. Well, a little bit. Uh, Ashley, uh, what are you doing today? 
Um, just um, down in the office. All right, what's your line of work? Um, I work in utilities, so... Oh, you're busy up there at the moment, keeping things running? Absolutely, yeah. Is it bad that the first thing I always think of when someone says they work in utilities is the Monopoly board? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's just how it is. It's you and board games. It's me and board games again, isn't it? Uh, right, Ashley, the rules. Seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present day. 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. Uh, you can't pass on a question, and when the time's up, the game ends. Does that make sense? Yep. Godspeed, Ashley. You sound mad for it. Uh, which decade would you like to start with? I'll start with the 90s. Right, OK. 90s it is. A rare one. Uh, let's give this a go. Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 90s. I'll be there for you by the Rembrandts is the theme song to which 90s sitcom? Yes. Noughties. Elephant and White Blood Cells are albums by which rock bands? Uh, white Stripes. Yes. Yes. Which British tennis star won his first Wimbledon title in 2013? Andy Murray. Yes. Present day. Which celebrity got kicked out of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here last night? I don't watch it. Oh. Fire some off that you know there's in it, that's in it. Oh, I, I don't even know who's in it. Um... It's a tricky one because I, I, I'm not too sure who this person is either. I mean... I saw the lineup and I know like three of them. Give us just any uh, any names, any names. Uh, Richard made no Richard made they went home, didn't he? Um uh, one of the guys from Coronation Street? It, it wasn't him. What? But there is one Who's of them in there. One? No, it wasn't him either. Oh I've no idea. You're a loser and you have lost. It was Radio One Extras, Snoochie Shy. No idea. Means nothing to Ashley. <laughs> Means nothing to Ashley. The, the thing is, though, he's he's back in the present day, so you look a little bit more dishevelled than you did before. But essentially, time travel-wise, uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. It's the first person Absolutely. to be stuck in the present day, isn't it? So how do you feel I'll about that? that. You, you've just gone round the block, basically. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Ashley, you were going really, really well there. Hard luck, fella. Uh, no winner today means we play again tomorrow. And if you can't wait until then, you can play Through the Decades on your Amazon smart speaker. Train up right now by saying, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco February, Bush and I are putting on a uh, board game bonanza and uh, to win tickets to it today, the people behind uh, the fantastic game Ticket to Ride Europe have uh, challenged the two of us to have a race around London uh, visiting three iconic landmarks each. Who will make it back to our studios quickest? I started at the Shard, Richie started at the Emirates. Uh, we've got two contestants who have backed one of each of us. Let's speak to Pete first of all. Uh, Pete, good to have you on the show. Is it freezing cold where you are? Uh, just a bit, yeah. OK, that hasn't clouded your judgment. Who will you be backing in this challenge and why? Uh, I'm going for a bit of local knowledge there, so I've gone for Richie. Good man, Pete. Local knowledge from Richie. OK, he is a travel hacker, Pete. Uh, good you. luck. Stay there one second. And uh, we've got Claire on the other line. Claire, good to have you on the show. Where are you calling from and who will you be supporting? I'm calling from Liverpool and I'm going to be supporting you, Bush, because I think we've got um, Everton 
and the look on our side this week. We have indeed. And what a week it's been for the Blue Boys, Claire. <laughs> Good to have you on board. You're my backer in this. Well, uh, let's let's find it. Keep an eye on Twitter today. Uh, there's some during the course of the show uh, little videos of what we got up. There's been a lot of uh, been a roller coaster, mm. so to speak, hasn't it? Uh, Absolute Radio. To have a little look at that. Let's see how things started off. She's got a ticket to ride. He's got a ticket to ride. They've got a ticket to ride. We'll get you there. Okay, so the thing that is a challenge is only using each method of transport once. So I'm not very good at this kind of thing. I'm normally terrible about public transport, but um, I think the best idea is to go to the Tower of London first and go by bus and hopefully get that little seat you get behind the driver. It's my favourite seat, like a little cabin behind the cabin. OK, I'm settled now. Highbury Islington, train to O2. That's the first thing. Is it slowly, slowly catchy monkey? Is that the phrase? Also, wearing a mask, steaming my glasses up. Not a good start. I'm reminded of the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise went off slowly, the hare went off quickly, and the hare messed it up. Uh, still waiting for the bus. Still waiting for the bus. I mean, Palmy thinks, right, I know this is ticket to ride and modes of transport and stuff, but we could just run. You remember the little challenge Annika from the 80s? You two, camera people, just follow it and just run it. Run down there and just run around the corner. I have asked myself the question, should I be running? The thing is, if I run, you guys have got to run. We win together, we lose together. The bus has just gone right past. Oh, no, this is awful. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? Like, I have to chase it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. What is going on? Oh, this, this is a terrible, this is terrible. What's well, so chatting to you lot? It's just gone right past. Here's the train. Right, so uh, we've made it to Tower Hill, Tower of London. Definitely been stitched up by Rich Young. He's paid off a London bus driver to drive straight past me on the 343. You saw it for yourselves. Uh, but we will not be deterred. I'm going to take a selfie, and it's on to the next part of this challenge. The O2. Well done, me. Uh, there's that done. Right. Need to find the ferry, which I'm sure it did say was out here. You do know you have to hold your hand out to catch a bus, right? I just say I've never put my hand out for a bus. I don't think I've had to flag a bus down since I was in, like, Torquay in the mid-90s. It just it went straight past me. You've paid him off. Uh, you heard earlier on how I start, had a bad start and missed the bus. Didn't realise you had to flag a bus down. Uh, I was learning on, as we went today. Uh, but then another opportunity presented itself. I found, uh, at the bus stop where I was dissed by the other bus, a hop-on, hop-off tour bus. Oh, right. Which I thought could take me around all the landmarks without ever having to actually disembark. This is what happened. It takes two hours. It's a guided tour bus. All right. If you don't get off, it takes two hours to go around. And you can hop on up every 30 minutes you have a bus. So I go to Tower of London. Yeah. Go to British Museum. Uh, we used to because of the COVID. We don't go this area anymore. We go to Tower Bridge, Tower of London. Yeah. Tower Bridge first, Tower of London. After Shakespeare, Grove, London, Ivy, Ben, Westminster Abbey, Packingham Palace, Hyde Park, Piccadilly, Marble Arch, Street, and all the rest. Royal Albert Hall. No, we oh, okay. <laughs> just missed that one as well. Yeah, we, we, you see this line? We don't go anymore there. Ah, OK, that's like, cool. There, we, are, we get up at Hyde Park. OK, that's cool. We nice one. Thank you.
I'm so glad that their tour had changed because I would have been really unimpressed if you'd got on that. Yeah, again, COVID ruins it for all of us. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I don't want to big us up too much, but we've run half across, halfway across London today and I feel like we've put in a, a good performance so far. We're probably going to crash and burn after this, but so far, so good. Uh, Pete has backed me. Listener Claire has backed Bush. Uh, whoever turns out to be correct wins tickets to our board game Bonanza, our big night out next February. Uh, who is doing better? I've already ticked off the O2 on a little challenge across London. I've got the Globe and Buckingham Palace still to go and I'm looking for a boat to try and get me there. She's got a ticket to ride He's got a ticket to ride They've got a ticket to ride We'll get you there they need to improve their signposting for the uh, for the pier because I'm just trusting my sense of direction at the moment. Okay, we're going to go to the British Museum next. Going to go to my old horn, Tower Hill. Use that on a daily basis. We're coming in and out of work, so I know all the guys down there, first name terms and stuff like that. Johnny Knockers Chip Shop, Big Barry, Little Tony, Lisa. Anyway, get on there, do the green line, which I believe is called the District Line, and uh, get the red one as well. There's a boat there. Where does this go to? We go all the way to London Eye, Waterloo, and that's it. Awesome, 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 awesome. <laughs> Brilliant. Central line into central London. This is it, this is it. It's happening now. This is it. I, I don't want to run past the British Museum. That would just cap it all off today. So let's keep our eyes peeled, team, and see what happens. That's the British Museum. It's the British Museum. I'm going to take a selfie outside it. Oh, hey. How's it going? Where, where are you? What are you on? so to speak. I'm on a boat. A boat. Uh, that is the O2 in the background. And this is going to take me um, to the Globe. And then I've got to do Buckingham Palace. And then back to the studio. How are you getting on? Yeah, I missed the bus. I had a bit of trouble with the buses, I'll be honest with you. We've done a lot of running. We've run, we've run around quite a bit, actually. But I'm now I'm doing a curveball and I'm about to rent myself one of these. Little, uh, little bike. So we're going to bike, bike the last bit. Sorry, what do you mean by the last bit? Because we're going to uh, the Royal Albert Hall. And how many more have you got to do after that? That's it. That's the last one. Are you kidding? I just presume you in your um, SEAL special ops outfit, you were nearly done. OK. All right, then. Be, be safe on that boat. Watch your footing. That's a big surprise. He's saying that all he's got to do is cycle from the British Museum to the Royal Albert Hall, and then he's done. I'm on a high-speed catamaran. I can't understand how it appears I'm behind. At that point, I got in Richie's head. There's no two ways about it. I'd got in your head, didn't I? <laughs> I've got a lot of stops still to do, and you seem like you're nearly done. And honestly, have a little look at the videos that are on our Twitter feed at the moment, at Absolute Radio, if you follow us on uh, Instagram as well. Richie does look like he's in uh, special ops. At the moment, where are we kind of even, well, Stevens? I mean, as you say that, you're on a push bike doing pretty well. I'm still trying to find a boat. She's got a ticket to ride. He's got a ticket to ride. They've got a ticket to ride. We'll get you there. Yeah, once it gets to Tower Bridge, it's got to slow down. It can only go fast on this bit. And then, obviously, it's got to moor every time and let people on and off. If I was this boat, I would knock out some of these stops because I've never heard of them. Who wants to go to Mast House Terrace? Never heard of it, mate. What's that all about? Richie, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, mate. <laughs> it's not me, Brompton. It's the Shard, where Bush started. You'd have to say, all his venues were a lot closer together 
I mean, you could throw a hanky over them. Okay, we made it. The iconic Royal Albert Hall in our massive ticket to ride game across London. Bike has got me here, buses have let me down, but I've still got one more mode of transport left to get back to Golden Square and Absolute Radio HQ. Which mode of transport will I choose? I need five minutes, I think. So this next stop, Bankside Pier, going to be absolutely perfect for the Globe, which is our second stop. Hey, the Globe! Hey, good old Shakespeare, hey! One to go. Right, desperate times call for desperate measures. Uh, I'm up against it, but I do have an idea of an alternative mode of transport that could win this thing for me. But it means going off grid, so time to disappear off the matrix. Somebody appears to be very much in the lead and someone else has got one stop still to go. Honestly, the plan that I come up with is a beauty. I'm tired of even listening back to it. Uh, let's have a very quick chat with our contestants. Pete, you still feeling confident that Richie is the man? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with the instincts. <laughs> oh, well, you have to. <laughs> but, I think that's called buyer's remorse. And we've got Claire on the other line. Claire, uh, you still think that I was the one that got back to Soho Golden Square first? Yeah, definitely. All right, well, only one of you could be the winner. Let's find out what finally happened. She's got a ticket to ride. He's got a ticket to ride. They've got a ticket to ride. We'll get you there. What a finale. What a finale to the end of our Ticket to Ride game across London. I'm in a tuk-tuk with some fantastic music. It's a bit like a nightclub. Uh, we come all the way back from the Royal Albert Hall, heading right now to One Golden Square. The big question is, have we pipped Richie to the post? Either way, what a party for a finale. So if we get off the embankment, we can walk up to Trafalgar Square, go through uh, Admiralty Arch, stand right at the bottom of the Mall, Buckingham Palace is at the other end of it, selfie, up to Golden Square. Yes. That's what we do. You did it well. Thank you, man. You're great. Reese, you are the man. Right, let's go and see what happens. So if you just see down there at the end of the Mall, quite clearly, Buckingham Palace, my third and final checkpoint before I head back to the studio, so I just get my selfie taken. You can just about see it in the selfie. Right, let's go and claim victory. It wouldn't be me if I hadn't have forgotten my pass. Oh, he's already there, damn. We took to it at the end and everything. Oh, damn, we were so close. Well done, how was your journey? Um, I thought I'd lost. How long have you been here for, by the way? 25 minutes. 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it. Well, well, well done. What, what, uh, what a wonderful way to see London. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, fantastic. Been on yes. a boat, had a rocky road, had a cappuccino. It's been fantastic. You've had a rocky road? Yeah. What, what you, I thought you said you went through like a tough patch when you were traveling. No, 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 rocky road on the boat. 45 minutes sat there. What's going? This is ridiculous. I've been chasing buses like Adele. <laughs> Wrong song, you know what I mean? Well done. Congratulations, thank you very much. Ticket to ride. It's the tuk-tuk what lost it for you. Pete, we claim Back victory. Back of the net. Back of the net for Pete. Claire, thank you for supporting me, but it didn't quite pan out. You backed the wrong horse. But Pete, you're coming to our board game evening, my friend. Excellent, thank you. 
Uh, and we do need a steward's inquiry on Richie's photo in front of Buckingham Palace. No, 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 it's ha- all good. Have a look for yourself. It's all good. At Absolute Radio, steward's <laughs> inquiry, VAR. Uh, it's all thanks to Ticket to Ride Europe, the perfect game to bring your family together this Christmas. Will you risk a trip through the dark tunnels of Switzerland, venture aboard a ferry on the Black Sea, or erect lavish train stations in the great capitals of the old empire? More chances to win your way to our board game night coming up this week. So yeah, you uh, you won. You won the challenge then. Very gracious, thank you. I had to win something this week. That's a very good point. That's a very good point.